welcome everyone to the very third Gridcoin Community Hangout. We've got approximately 10 users in attendance today. Uh, it is the 24th of June, uh, 2017, 9pm uh, British Summertime. Uh, thanks everyone for joining. We've got a few uh, topics to discuss today uh, that have been raised by the community via Steemit. Uh, we follow the Beyond Bitcoin kind of model where the highest upvoted topic gets discussed first, basically. Uh, if you're listening in or if you're here and you've not uh, submitted a topic, you know, in the past, uh, currently the top uh, few topics have got all above $20, which is cool, you know, so it, it pays to post an idea or something to talk about, you know. So the first topic we've got is uh, Ravon with an update regarding development. Uh, do you have your microphone handy or do you want to speak? Do you want me to speak about this on your behalf? All right, cool. You've not got a microphone. So... Uh, some development branch changes uh, that have been going in recently into the Gridcoin client are uh, the fields like the CPID can be selected and copied now, which is pretty cool. Uh, the splash screen uh, cannot now can now not be dismissed, and the UI will not be shown until the wallet is fully loaded. So the why why this has been changed is that if you're impatient and you click on the splash screen as it's loading, the splash screen will disappear. And then something a lot of people uh, that are impatient do, something I've done personally, is you then go into the it task tray. New users. Yeah, you go into the task tray, you open it up, and it looks glitched out because it's not fully loaded. So then they go, all right, I'm going to close the client. It doesn't close. They force close it. They corrupt their blockchain and shit like that. So... Uh, you know, limiting the startup uh, kind of phase is good. It will reduce the instance of, uh, you know, pro- things going wrong for impatient people. And corruption. Yeah, definitely, which is just another headache that, you know, hopefully users in the future won't have to be worried about. And uh, and the guys who help as well, because, I mean, you know, whether, you, whether we like it or not, um, if we're not on there helping, uh, a lot of these guys could disappear. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, every one problem we've got, you know, it could be hitting, like, 50, 100, 1,000 people, you know, in the future. You don't want to have all these people streaming into IRC with the same problem, you know? So, you know, nip it in the bud before it can get out of hand is great. Perfect. Uh, so the wallet no longer has to be restarted on new beacons. So this is a, a fix regarding the CPID beacon mechanism. This is excellent, you know, it stops people getting into, you know, uh, overwriting a beacon and stuff like that. Uh Several times. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> lots yeah. and lots of times. Uh, the main window can now be made smaller. So recently we made it so you could expand it, you know, to your full screen. Now uh, people with smaller screens can make the uh, Gridcoin client smaller, which is pretty cool because, uh, you know, I've got a really old monitor and, uh, that I use for my wallet and it is greater than the screen at the moment. So that is a welcome change. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, that's been that's come up a couple of times on help there. It's filling my whole screen. Or, uh, for example, if they're running Windows, um, the neural ne- the uh, NN neural network, um, and they want to sync it, and they don't see the sync um, button down the bottom because it ain't there. Yep, precisely. Uh, I noticed. Great work. Yeah, it's awesome. I got the newest development wallet for windows and it's pretty compact and stuff i'm liking it uh the green up arrow doesn't work but that's one of the things whatever it's staking so that's cool that's important yeah cool uh so we've also removed the coin tracking feature so there was a feature that allowed you to uh basically track when someone 
open their client and you know verify that they oh yeah I've got a transaction coming in. They used a central server, so that's been removed from the Greencoin client, which is pretty cool. You know, uh, it makes us more decentralized and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, we've also increased the lookback when searching for super blocks on the testnet from 14 to 90 days. Uh, this is due to, uh, you know, a lack of uh, participants on testnet making it difficult to actually get testnet going. So, you know, it was causing infrequent staking of super blocks. So this is good. It helps out getting the testnet, uh, you know, actually testing new features. We don't want to, you know, push a new version out without, uh, you know, finding anything that's gone wrong. You know what I mean? So that's all of the recent dev branch updates that Ravon had to uh, mention. Thanks uh, for all the work you've been doing and every other volunteer developer. Uh, thank you very much. And just one thing I, I've noticed on the, uh, the new wallets. Um, the old thing, I, I do remember saying this. I can't remember if I said it on here. Uh, I certainly said it on IRC. Um, I know that uh, I certainly liked the facility and um, I know that um, some of the other newbies did. And that was uh, fulfillment percentage and daily GRC that used to be on the old wallet. And they're now no longer on there. You have to do, I think it's uh, list RSA to find out. Um, is that going to come back or has it been removed completely from that uh, from the GUI? It's been removed from the GUI. Uh, Ravon's saying that several people have complained about it uh, in the chat. Uh you could raise a GitHub issue and we'll discuss it further. Uh, I think it was prim- primarily like, you know, we re- we changed the, the interface a bit, you know, moved the text about, it looks better. Now, you know, it's just a matter of tweaking it to the community's, uh, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I can understand the, the reason for removing it because if you didn't know what it was, it could be confusing. Uh, I thought it just maybe should have been improved, but maybe it was just a step too far in the initial stages. Perfect, perfect. Raywan, if you uh, reckon it should go back, I agree with you. Um, it's uh, it's very useful. Cool, excellent. I uh, look forward to seeing that issue on GitHub. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, you had something to say, Reno? Yeah, uh, Raymond's saying in the chat there that we missed a bit about the menus. They've been reorganized to make more sense, reducing the number of menus. Ah, uh, yeah, there's a cleaner menu structure, so that's pretty good. I did skip yeah. over that, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's excellent. It really is good. Uh, it makes a lot more sense, uh, especially having help at the very end. Debug window goes straight to network traffic instead of information now. That's different. Not bad, not good, just different. Yeah, it does. Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I like to know what network traffic is coming in, so it doesn't bother me, but maybe some other people might like it to go with the information. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just used to that, right? It's like something. I was like, ah! Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> cool. I. Uh... Well, that is the dev branch updates uh, complete, the topic-wise. Uh, the next topic is uh, Startail with his uh, state of the network. Uh, do you want to discuss this? Are you saying that uh, you go? Uh, okay, right. So the state of the network for uh, Gridcoin. Uh, so some of the topics that uh, he's interested in uh, hearing about are... Uh, you know, the lack of a superblock for approximately 50 hours, uh, the superblock consensus only including two of 25 projects this week, uh, the number of included blocks per day, the increased number of blocks per day. Uh, so just the last point re- regarding a blocks per day, uh, 
started off saying that we're going outside the number of 960 blocks per day in the last two weeks. Uh, some days there's been as many as 1,400. So we could create an immediate GitHub issue regarding the, the number of blocks per day, uh, definitely. Uh, regarding the first two, uh, well, I mean, like the number of blocks per day, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It, you know, it, maybe it'll change when we look into the changing of... Uh, you know, the staking mechanisms and things like this. Uh, but yeah, an issue is definitely worth looking into. Uh, oh, okay, so uh, regarding the super block, so regarding super block, uh, there hasn't been one for about 50 or 74 hours, people are saying, like two or three days. So we need to, in order for a super block to go through, we need to have a, the network all agreeing on it and there's only really Windows users that can do it. And then we've also got like the issue of like the low stake weight participation kind of issue. Uh, you know, uh, people's super blocks are, well, their neural hashes, which are used to make up the super blocks, are kind of all over the place. So, like, you know, you'll go into the settings and it'll say there's like 10 different re- possible reports. So, uh, yeah, we've had this in the past and generally it has like fixed itself after a couple days. The whitelist still shows like there's 25 whitelisted projects. Uh, so, it's not that the project's beacons have expired. Yeah. So, it is something underlying. Uh, you know, I think a lot of these things may, you know, be sorted in the future by the fact that we're, you know, proposing to change them entirely. Like, uh, you know, the new neural network mechanism will have to uh, take into account the super block generation process and stuff. Uh, there has been a dis- uh, some ideas uh, floated of rather than the current state is that we all uh, grab the statistics from each of the individual Boink projects, right? And, uh, uh, you know, we formulate how much each user has, uh, you know, crunched in the team, assign a mag, and then aggregate that across all of the, you know, the projects. But that means that if one of the 25 projects is giving someone else a different uh you know, bit of data, uh, perhaps it's more up to date or they've got a cached version from a cache on their, you know, router or firewall or something like that, then, you know, just one of 25 will throw their, uh, you know, their their vote out in the trash, basically. Uh, So it'd be good if we were to do it on an individual super block, uh, sorry, an individual project basis we form hashes for, and then we create a super block for, the most projects that we agree upon the neural hash for so that if one or two projects are being uh, you know glitchy they won't throw every other project down the drain you know mm-hmm. so you know with the you know with the fact that uh, several of our clients have been giving different uh, reports that means that you know when someone does manage to finally stake a super block it's only got like a couple of the many projects and some people get a disproportionate disproportionate amount of uh, magnitude and gridcoin rewards. There has also been a suggestion of potentially, you know, if if the network detects that the majority of projects are no longer in the whitelist compared to like yesterday, then we could put the the distribution of rewards on hold or use the previous days. Uh, you know, super block with taking into account like a decay or something like that. That way we could have like a, you know, a recovery process or something. So at least that's, that's what I kind of, uh, that's my information on what the super block problem is. So it's kind of like an ongoing problem, you know, get your Windows Gridcoin clients running, uh, try and stake that super block. Uh, 
open up the neural network window, look at the if, if the majority of people's mags are zero and there's a couple of people with a million mag or something crazy, then uh, do a manual sync either by the sync button. Uh, if you can't see the sync button because your screen, go do a sync depart two, and that will force the stats to be updated. Uh, likewise, if the date looks old within the neural network, uh, then you have to do uh, sync basically. So, you know, there's a few things we could do development-wise in the future to make sure this isn't a problem. And uh, and there are some things we can do uh, ourselves, you know, make sure we all are staking in that. Does anyone have anything to say uh, or contribute towards the state of the network? Yeah, network weight seems to be down, uh, which you certainly mentioned there. It's down at 67 at the moment. So um, it just sort of gives you an idea. I mean, it used to always be up uh, well over the 100 mark and it seems to have been like that for um, I don't know, a couple of weeks now it's been lower down With regards to like, you know network staking participation the proposed uh, change there is, you know uh, incentivizing staking more uh, removing offline interest, basically if you don't actively try and stake that next block you're not going to get the the rewards that the you know you would have been given. Uh, so you know we've got whales which don't stake for a couple months at a time, but then when they do stake, they get like two hundred thousand grid coin or something ridiculous. I mean, on one hand, yeah, sure they're holding a lot of grid coins. There's an investment and stuff, but on the other hand, their investment will be worth nothing if they don't stake every once in a while. You know what I mean? So not to say that the rest of the network can't uh, stake, but in times like this, we do need everyone's yeah kind of. Uh, attention and focus you know yeah i think that's something we we really need to push to get up and running as soon as possible um i think it's solve a lot of our problems stake weight is regularly low lately i think the problem with using stake weight as like uh you know a, a calculation that we go by is that it's it's not always accurate, I think someone was saying. Like, you know, uh, it's actually difficult to estimate how many coins are actually staking. It's based on, you know, the stats of who actually created the last few blocks rather than everyone possibly staking. Whereas with, you know, proof of work, you actually have a network hash rate that you can say, all right, that's actually X amount of hashes a second, you know, instead of X amount of coins are actually staking in the network. It's a bit abstract. Cool. Any other uh, points to make regarding the state of the network, guys? No? All right. I think you covered everything. Excellent. Uh, you know, if you are listening to this at a later date, uh, go jump on Steam it and uh, in the very first hangout and, you know, type in your response and stuff like that or in a future hangout, whatever. Uh, discussing the upgrading of the Gridcoin website is next as a topic. So I've been uh, working alongside uh, Barton26 and uh, Pepperino. Uh, on updating the Gridcoin website. So it's not like a completely massive uh, design change. You know, if we want to have like a, an amazing stylish website like the Rivals Ethereum or any of these like uh, iCope kind of projects, then we have to like actually go out to a web dev company. But in terms of like, we have open sourced it fully. We've removed proprietary uh, web kits and stuff like that so we can keep it open source. That was a concern of mine that... If we made it open source, maybe they'd be like, oh, you shouldn't have done that, you know? So that's no longer an issue. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's pretty much all been changed. I've 
changed all of the uh, the guides, so there was a lot of irrelevant information, just stuff that I'd copied and pasted from, like, you know, the boink wikis and stuff like that. Uh, so now instead of, like, massive guides and how to install, it's just, like, you know, d- direct download links to where you get the files and stuff like that. So, I mean, you don't need a, a full-blown guide to install the boink client uh, that's already out there. Yeah, the, currently the Gridcoin website is quite old by comparison to the latest development version. Uh, I'll chuck into the uh, the chat the staging uh, server I've got, but if it, if no one has any massive objections to it, I'll probably be uh, going live with it tonight. Uh, so last minute kind of sanity check, uh, you know, I've not written something crazy down, would be quite appreciated. Cool, will do. That's it there. If it goes down, uh, give me a shout. Uh, because it's not like a, a permanent web server. It's just like, uh, you know, running the static middleman generator. So if it goes, uh, if the SSH client uh, closes, it will go down. Looks nice. Easy on the eye so far. Oh, yeah, man. Cool. Uh, no complaints so far. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, any changes you want made to the Gridcoin website from now on, uh, please do uh, submit issues to the Gridcoin uh website uh, github repo and we'll directly tackle it it's fully open source it takes like you know 20 minutes to get it set up and running uh, on a linux installation if you're interested you know in programming it it's uh it uses the middleman uh static site generator to just basically reduce the amount of code replication and it's just html5 bit of css and not really any javascript so yeah it actually looks really good. It's way better than I thought. I think you feared it was going to be. Uh, I also vote against circularizing any fucking icons that aren't already circular. They're like that for a reason on every thing. Yeah, the Steam and Telegram kind of annoy me not being not being square. Damn it! <laughs> I kind of like that. Uh, I don't know, man. Solid. Different strokes, eh? Mm, I was thinking maybe the Gridcoin features section could do with an, an overlift, or maybe even like, you know, a replacement or something like that. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. I have like, cool. no, like, oh shit, I should check it with the no script, eh? Yeah, Conic, what's it? Uh, Conic was saying that it's still suggesting Caddy's pool. No, it suggests two different pools. It says there are currently two pools GRC pool, Katie's pool. And then underneath it, it says, if I had to pick between the two pools, I'd use GRC pool. It's almost yeah, entirely yeah, open source, yeah. and it's more actively maintained than Katie's pool. So, you know, I'm pushing them towards one, and, uh, you know. All right. Okay, good. It looks cool, even cool. better without scripts. Like, when I have no script engaged and shit, and the font's gone. It looks even better. Well, with no script, it would uh, break the uh, bootstrap. Uh, functionality, so maybe like the nav bar and the drop downs wouldn't work, uh, and maybe even like the social media icons would disappear. But aside from that, it should work. Yeah. Yeah, just the community icons on the bottom left, like the social media one. The images are still there, obviously, but yeah, it's like the text is a bit tidier, even. Yeah, I tried to remove a lot of the uh, the. There was a lot of inline CSS, so usually CSS isn't in its own file you know, for styling the website and lazy me over the, like the last year or two, it just been putting it in with the HTML. So I scraped a whole bunch of that out. So 
future uh, skinning or you know uh, retheming of the website should be way easier. You yeah, know, that was the, what Barton was complaining about that a few days ago when I was talking yeah, to him totally. about it. He's like, "Why doesn't it have CSS? This is fucking stupid. Every page is fucking dumb." <laughs> oh, sorry, man. That's just how it is. That's why we need people working on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of complainers, not a lot of doers. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, God, <laughs> damn it. Uh, I don't know. At least he does do some stuff. Nah, totally. It does help quite a lot. He's, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything anyone wants done to the website? Uh, just off the cuff? Oh, uh, one user saying that I should prioritize a GRC pool above Katie's pool in like the drop downs and in the footer. Yeah, I could definitely do that. And in fact, I'm kind of missing like services in the footer. I've got to look into that. Yeah, I was thinking we could add my wallet address at the top for donations. <laughs> Right at the top. Nah, man, nah. <laughs> I appreciate the input, but nah. <laughs> well, hey, make a poll, I guess. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we've got Startail uh, saying that he's running for Steemit Witness to support Gridcoin. Do you want to uh, speak on your behalf again, dude? Yeah? Sure. Cool, awesome. So, Startail, uh, his username on uh, Steemit is SC dash steamit uh kind of similar to my cm dash steam so uh he's announced his intent to run as a steamit witness uh he's posted multiple times uh you know alerting the steamit community to this uh so his intent is to gain more steam power for upvoting gridcoin related posts and users which is pretty awesome if you didn't know uh witness gets witnesses get paid a shitload of steam power like thousands of dollars was you know so who knows what the value of uh, Steam it will be in the future, but at current pace, you know, it's uh, it definitely does pay the bills to a certain degree, uh, you know, for just posting. So in the future, if it gets bigger, uh, we'll have quite a bit of influence on there. And I think compared to a lot of other uh, cryptocurrency communities, uh, we're quite early in establishing a, a Gridcoin presence on Steam it. Uh, so back to uh, uh, Startail's kind of uh, witness application. Uh, yeah, Steam has given the Gridcoin community a place to grow on, and uh, he wishes to give back to the platform in this way. Uh, he hopes to gain uh, your support as a Steemit witness and his trust in the mission. So yeah, vote for him on Steemit. It's quite easy. Uh, you just go to the witness page, type in uh, sc-steemit, and uh, vote. You, it requires your password. Uh, don't be, don't worry about that. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't cost you anything. So just, just do it. Do it! Do it now! Just cool. press it! <laughs> Alright, on to the next topic. We've got uh, SC Steam again uh, with uh, a few proposals here. So he's got a proposal regarding the uh, Gridcoin Stats website, uh, the basically the official uh, Gridcoin block explorer. The Basically, the community-sponsored faucet at Gridcoin Stats has been getting very popular. I think it's one of the only remaining ones at the moment. Uh, it currently has a reward of 1 to 3 Gridcoin a day, uh, with a single bonus of 20 Gridcoin. Uh, you know, is well-visited, pays out about 200 Gridcoin a day. Uh, so he's proposing to remove, sorry, to lower the, the payouts based on the fact that it's... Uh, Gridcoins increase significantly in value, you know, so if it's three cents a day and we're at like eight or nine cents, it's almost 30 cents uh, a day, which is quite a lot, you know, in terms of faucets, which is usually pennies, you know, uh, in, in other cryptocurrencies. Uh, 
so he's not wanting to change it without community consent. So since these coins are from the community, he doesn't want to change it without consent. So uh, the faucet has been refilled a few times. Uh... Yeah. So yeah, been basically. Coming in a few coins uh, now and then, but I don't want to change anything. Cool. Uh, well... I mean, if, if Gridcoin hits like a dollar, I definitely would change it. Uh, we aren't running the official faucet anymore, are we? No. No, never mind. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever you think's good, man. Uh, I think I've donated in the past. I don't mind. It's up to your discretion. Yeah, I mean, if you think it's it's good to lower it, because, I mean, it's running out pretty quick today. Yeah, I think it's fine. Uh what you really need is more donations, don't you? Yeah, donate. <laughs> yeah, that's what you really need. I mean, because you really don't want to lower it right now whilst, whilst it, just simply because you're running out uh, and, and the value of uh, Gridcoin is so low. So I think we maybe all need to uh, donate a bit more. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't, we shouldn't lower it just because it runs out quick. Just... Yeah, the Asia faucet I know, according to Noobs, has been uh, showing empty for quite a while. Um, so I, th- I think it's essential that you know the guys do get an, an opportunity to to pick up small amounts uh, so that they can build up their, uh, their staking rights. Um, so we just need to donate more, whether we like it or not. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's that's kind of where. My witness for Steam it comes in. I'm trying to raise funds for the for faucet as well. Cool. Right. Uh, <clears throat> on to the next topic. Unless anyone has anything to say, uh, I just would like to conclude that with uh, yeah, I, I support any change. You know, uh, I probably will de- de- uh, donate again in the future. I do support your uh, Steamit witness uh, campaign. Uh, it's pretty cool. You're doing that. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, on to the next topic. Uh, Jimbo88, do you have a microphone or do you want me to speak on your behalf? We've got Jimmy11, I don't think that's the same guy. So Jimbo88 is saying that over the last two weeks, we've seen a large growth in the Gridcoin team and uh, our speed, we're basically speeding up our, you know, ascent in the leaderboard. Uh, So at our current pace, we'll be number one overall in November which will be, you know, a big milestone to have hit, you know, before removing the team requirement. Uh, you know, we've been number one in terms of active computation, like overall rack, uh, or well, active rack, uh, for a good few months now. And we've been number one on the formula point, but we've not got the historical uh, computation. So we're catching up to the last two decades of point uh, computation. So it's only taken us like four years to catch up the last uh, two decades. It's not bad. Very good, excellent. Um, I, I, having been away for uh, a while, I, I've certainly seen a lot of new names in there. Um, I had to change my whitelist uh, for my re-reigning to add uh, quite a few people who, on readback, uh, have been there for a while and been participating. So um, we've, I've certainly seen a, a lot of new faces in there, and they're asking a lot of very relevant questions. Well, that's good, you know, that they're getting involved in Gridcoin. Uh, I know in the past I've experienced sur- several surges that were quite overwhelming, uh, but it's a good, in a good way, you know, like uh, back in 2013, 2014, it was a very sm- a tight-knit group, whereas now it's thousands of people 
which is good. Uh, it's quite beneficial. A lot of people that can do different uh, jobs. We've got marketing, branding now. You know, we've got many more volunteer developers, which is excellent. We're kind of growing. I don't even know how we're going to handle, uh, you know, the removal of the mandatory team requirement. If we do realize tens of thousands of new users, that'll be overwhelming. <laughs> you know? Bring it on, Zim. Hell yeah. Going to have to make ten more help channels. <laughs> level one, level two. Have you stayed, yeah, Chet? That, you don't belong yeah. here. Get back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably the only way to do it, you know. <laughs> Are you a real noob? Have you just have you just downloaded the wallet? If you have, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, it'd be a pretty unique experience. It'd be like Dante or some shit. This is a very uh, equipment way of doing it. You know, you're just equipping people along the way. You know, you're giving people an assembly line method. This is I don't think that's going to work. You should really just figure out ways of fixing it to begin with for them. And bring some automation into the process without having to, you know, run them down the line. Every bullet is yeah. deadly. Yeah, no, I agree with that hundred percent. In fact, there was a, a noob in there who was saying that um, yes, I I know what I'm doing when it comes to uh, IT. Been in it for years, but uh, it took me an, uh, a long, lot longer than I expected to set up the wallet, and boink, because he was starting completely new, um, and um, he was. Um, saying that um, it would put an awful lot of people off. And, yeah, it probably does. But I think it also depends on how we approach them in the help channel. Um, it's There's no point in being sarcastic with them and putting sarcastic remarks up there like, what are you, an idiot? Because I see some remarks like that coming, going in uh, in the help channel sometimes. Um, and really, that does put people off. So I think we need to hold back on the, the feeling of... Uh, Superiority that uh, some people have. You talking to Vega or me? No, no. You see, now hold on a moment. Hold on a moment, Reno. Yeah, you are, you, you, are, you are guilty of that, but you're not the only one. No, I know. I'm, I'm actually like, I try to be nice after like the first thing. I'm just like, hey, man. Uh, yeah, I love you guys too. Don't ask to ask. That's pretty much as rude as I'll get, like to a brand new person. But like it. I don't know, man. There's a friggin' You want to help everybody, but then it's like, there's some time suckers out there, like these weird trolls, like asking you like these incredibly complex questions. And it's like, you can't find the start menu. How do you even know to ask this? Yeah, it's difficult discerning between them. But I mean, going back, going back to a previous point we made was that if we, if we start you know, brainstorming up with ideas uh, of how to solve current problems. You know, if if the beacon mechanism is flawless, then we won't have, you know, hundreds of people coming in with CPID uh, beacon problems, you know, which we have experienced in the past. If the superblock gets fixed, we won't have people complain about superblock and stuff. And hopefully, I think the only real thing that we, we should be... Uh, you know, but that is out of our hands is the fact that it does take a couple days for your CPIDs to merge when you first start registering many projects, you know. That's the only real thing that should be holding us back uh, that, you know, is outside of our hands. Yeah, there's also the other thing as well where um, uh, guys go and they do um, the pool and then they come out of the pool improperly and they end up with split CPIDs and etc. and uh, getting around that can be a problem but that's really not us that's that's down to boink yeah boink and third party pools and stuff uh 
there's also you know the 24 hour uh, potential 24 hour delay for registering your account and stuff with the Superblock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, now now it's what's it 75 hours. <laughs> mm. So I reckon we'll probably have a, a lot of people come back uh, over the next few days with problems. Pretty much the advice is, you know, make sure your client, your Windows client has got, uh, you know, the correct data showing in the neural network and try and stake, you know. Uh, hopefully we'll get over this. And in the meantime, uh, check out the GitHub issues, uh, contribute, uh, brainstorm some solutions towards some of the problems we're having. Even if you're not like a crazy programmer or anything like that, just having like a, you know, a non-programmer kind of perspective may help out, you know, uh, someone come up with an idea that is good, you know? So many, like, over-modest people that have come up with some of the craziest shit in the past couple of weeks, man. Yeah, I agree. Like, out of nowhere, there's been lots of contributors, like, uh, what, Bullshark, Nethershaw, Dr. Tenma, fucking... iFogs. iFogs, yeah. Definitely. I, I think Slack's getting quite productive, actually, you know, compared to like uh, Telegram is a wee bit kind of troll boxy. Uh, IRC is quite uh, a wee bit spammy. You're not saying, sorry, guys, you know, and I think it's kind of fleeting, like it's not, uh, you know, not great for persistence chat. Uh, so, yeah, if you're interested in development, definitely check out the uh, Slack development uh, channel. In fact, I have to add Slack to the Reddit sidebar. Someone said that to me today. Yeah, I've got to get back on Slack again. It's bloody ages since I've been on there. My only kind of annoyance with Slack is it's a wee bit of a, a resource hog. You know, if I've got like five or six different channels open, it's, you know, crawls a wee bit, but that might just be my laptop. Yeah, no, I'm the same. That's why I wasn't on it. Cool. On to the next topic. We've got Ravon uh, mentioning that Rob uh, opened up to being uh, to changing the reward structure in his uh, latest GitHub comment. So... Rob, uh, sorry, Ravon's saying that this is uh, pretty big and has the potential to boost uh, strate- uh, staking participation rewards for small stakers and potentially also remove the offline interest rewards. So this is in the low stake weight uh, issue on GitHub, uh, the Gridcoin Research GitHub repo. Uh, it's a massive thread basically uh, talking about the low stake weight, how we could potentially incentivize staking, uh, you know, uh, we had multiple proposals for changing uh, staking uh, balance between POS and DPOR uh, by Hoop-de-Whoop uh, a couple months back. Uh, you know, we had the discussion of uh, POS version 3, which was kind of like, we shouldn't have brought up POS version 3, but rather focused on the individual sections of POS v version 3, which was the, you know, the fixed block rewards for proof of stake. Thus, instead of being able to build up a massive amount of money uh, as an offline uh, investor, you know, you have to actively stake each block to get your old reward over the year, you know. That way you're actually incentivized to stake continuously as opposed to just pop in every once in a while and withdraw your money. So it does sound like Rob Rob's post was actually quite surprising. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, it was more towards the lines of uh, he wanted to remove interest overall but i think that was just like a kind of knee-jerk kind of thing i think a good idea would be to not remove interest uh post rewards entirely but go towards the fixed rewards uh but changes to uh par definitely are welcome that'd be awesome uh 
I think we will see changes to power in the future. I don't think we should start massively inflating the amount of coins rewarded through power, but you know, the fixed rewards for POS does reduce the amount of coins created. You know, it it won't. There was previously the case raised that you know, with one point five percent APR on POS coins, right? Uh, you know, after like a decade, there will be more coins created from so, solely from uh, proof of stake that you know, the proof of boink rewards, which are constant, uh, would be, you know, minuscule in comparison. So if we can sort out that balance, you know, then we can start uh, discussing further economic changes if people are interested in it. But I'm definitely all for the the changes to the stake mechanism to, in, you know, incentivize staking uh, while still rewarding staking. Ooh. Yeah. Does anyone have anything to say on that topic? Uh I think we should split the RSV, not the RSVP, the uh, the low stake weight thread on GitHub. Why else? It's a treasure trove of information. It's like, you know, it takes you like two minutes to scroll down it. It's so large at this point. It's got like 10 different topics. Uh, yeah, we should probably close it, but reference it, you know. There's a lot of really good original content in there worth reading. Cool. Well, we can come back to this topic like the next few weeks. No doubt it probably will come back up because it's now in focus. Uh, so yeah, uh, think about what you're going to say in the next coming couple of weeks, guys, if you're interested. Uh, right, so the next topic is the uh, Jimbo88 mentioning the fact that Kiki Pope's back. So Kiki Pope is a botnet operator who ties his real-life identity to his boink identity like a fool. Uh, you know, he was found to be distributing uh, boink, uh, secret boink uh, installers uh, through uh, game cracks online, right? And it basically, it would uh, you would run your game or something like that. I think it was a Binding of Isaac or some shit. And it would secretly install uh, the boink client without, uh, you know, in a silent mode. So you wouldn't see the icon, you know. And I think what actually got him caught was the fact that he was also changing, like, some malvertising in the browser. If he hadn't done that, he wouldn't have got caught, perhaps. But, uh, yeah, we initially dealt with him to a certain degree. We didn't, like, remove him from the neural network or anything like that. We basically approached individual Boink project admins, as well as uh, Willie from Boink Stats, and uh, basically got, like, his Boink Stats account closed. Uh, the Boink project admin basically banned him from that project, and, uh, you know, several other projects managed to nullify his uh, crunching. Yeah, the problem. back. Yeah, the problem is that he's back, you know, Uh, different projects, probably no longer tied to Boink stats. So, you know, Willie will no longer be able to, with a sweeping move, remove all these computers, you know. Uh, So we could contact each of the individual Boink project admins uh, that this guy's crunching uh, and basically say, yeah, this is running illegally on these computers. Please do remove him. Uh, What I think would be most beneficial in uh, dealing with this in the first place is if we were to, say, put a bounty on the creation of a PHP script for the analysis of an individual user's uh, host files, right? Well, just the host that they've got connected. So if it's showing, like, a thousand different types of host names, like uh, Lisa's computer, uh, you know, office computer everything you know like it isn't just the one solitary kind of uh computer a b c d e or something like that it's obviously many different people's random computers it's obviously a botnet uh 
you know, well, the creation of a script to detect a potential botnet operator could be useful in completely kicking them off the project. Thus, we wouldn't have to, uh, you know, chase these people up. We have to. We didn't have to contact individual project admins, like, because uh, that could take weeks. Uh, it could be a scheduled process to just constantly be kicking uh, botnet operators. However, you know, perhaps we would have to have our uh, gridcoin pools whitelisted because that would flag up as like us, you know. So yeah, he's got like uh, 1,500 mag at the moment, which isn't good. He's getting quite a bit of money, which sucks. On the upside, at least it's not like, you know, stealing passwords. <laughs> you know, at least he's maybe curing cancer or some shit. Boink wins no matter what. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, running like shit on people's computers, it might not have sufficient cooling or whatever. That is kind of raw. Yeah, it, it's it's stealing money through electricity bills, and B, it could set fire to someone's home. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, can't you technically kick him from the Gridcoin team? Is that possible? Yeah, I can do that for several myself. The majority of them are uh, Rob, so we'd have to contact Rob to go through each of them and remove him. But then there is no ability to ban, so, you know, Rob could kick him tonight and then he would just join, like, in two days' time. Or we're going to be constantly bugging Rob. Rob! Go here, go here, go here, do this, do yeah. that, you know? But it would send a message. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, it's uh, Now that we have, like, some evidence in, like, a fairly strong case, we could just approach this person's internet service provider and terminate their contract. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, or even just, like, report them to the authorities at the same fucking time. You could phone him off at his work. But if it's way more than his justice network... I think you're going to find that's difficult in Croatia. Mm. You see my my thought, though. If he's actually in Croatia. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, is he? It doesn't yeah. take much to tick a flag on Boingstats. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, he's on Cosmology, Leiden, LHC, TN Grid, VGTU, and World Community mm-hmm. Grid. Maybe he's in this chat right now. You, no, no. Like, you don't need an IP address. You don't need his username or anything like that. The guy has... Ma- his, he's literally used his home personal email address to register these accounts and you can look up that email for his LinkedIn so he's very publicly owning a botnet oh wow it may not stop him whatever we do it's just something that'll make it more difficult for him in this process personally I would prefer that we would you know go the route of the creation of these PHP scripts and uh, you know contacting project admins, boink sets guys to just kick him from the boink projects. I'm not all for throwing someone in a prison cell. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. Although, you know, he is a criminal, it's not my business. Hang him high! But if they're abusing a system... If they don't stop, this is like the course of action I can imagine, you know, multiple people could take. But then again, this is not something that we can hold accountable so easily. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem we have, if he decides that, he, that, that he's going to get nasty and releases his bot out there, maybe we could have a lot of people trying to do this or doing this. And that's, that's, that could be a major problem for us. If anyone's ever been affected by him, you could also like, submit the files he's created to like, uh, you know, antivirus companies. That way it would flag up. Uh, that's another angle we'd go. But I mean, if he's posted... His personal email and stuff like that, we can, I don't want to say use it against him, but I think it'd be an appropriate 
Like, has anybody contacted him? Like, given a warning message? No one's gone up to him, and I don't think we should get in the business of blackmailing people, yeah, I mean... No, no, not blackmailing. I'm saying literally, like, we've been noticing that your account has been doing essentially shady <laughs> so- business. Um, hey, we've been noticing you've been fucking around. Cease and desist. We just phone his company, be like, hey, is this isn't his name. Who's Bill there? Yeah, cool, I'm his brother. And call up and be like, hey, man, I see your botnet. <laughs> Send the grid coin army after I don't know, him. I think it's a worthy action to shut him down. Especially if you have a lot of information about him. And it's clear he's abusing. It's it's so easily tied, like, email address-wise, that I'd think that it's more a case of, like, impersonation. Like, someone's just making up, like, a fake email or something and pointing it at this user, and the guy doesn't know at all that, you know, someone's using his email address. Because otherwise, the guy's a fucking fool. (laughs) That very well may be the case. Yeah, I was going to say that. I, I do think it's worth a shot. Um, and I mean, if he comes back, he comes back, and then we can proceed from there. It would be a single, uh, single, what, action? Initial action? Mm. Well, if anyone, know, anyone knows his email address, uh, stick it on here, link it on here, and we'll yeah. email him. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. That's, that's confidential. You know, you wouldn't want me to sh- share, you know, the entire team's email address, you know what I mean? I mean, isn't his, like, IP and stuff, like, listed to a degree? Ugh. There's so much public information um, <laughs> available on this guy. I wouldn't worry about it. I think we should go route of uh, project admins, blank stats, contact, uh, and the establish of, uh, you know, the PHP script. Strangle it, yeah. That uh. way we cut, we cut out the, the problem in the first place. Uh, I'm not interested in getting the authorities involved in Gridcoin and Boink and chasing up a creation, like, you know, uh, ganglord or some shit, you know? Well, yeah. I agree. Don't you think it'd be a, a more legitimate argument um, to say, like, oh, we've tried to um, remove this person from our community, but he's returned, and um, that's why we're reaching out to you, as in the project uh, managers, we'll say. Um, yeah, I mean, we could all do that, you know? It doesn't take much to say this I'm saying kick guy. him first and then go to them. Well, I mean... If he returns. Yeah, He's going to return. He's already returned. I mean, kicking a user isn't oh, the same so as banning. Oh, so you have kicked him. Yeah, we've kicked him. We've nuked several oh, of his I accounts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we've already partially taken care of him, but now he's he's back. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. Go ahead and uh, shut him down. Well, you know, it's easier said than done, but, you know, I think what was said there, you know, point stats, point projects, point uh, well, script. Well, we can DDoS on. Uh, that's illegal, man. That's a stupid <laughs> idea. <laughs> is it actually illegal if it's not against the government? Sorry. Yeah, DDoS across the board is legal. Yeah. Yeah, pe- people yep. that uh, DDoS, like, uh, I think it was Visa or PayPal or something because of, like, WikiLeaks being uh, banned or something, they all went to fucking jail. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you don't get away with that shit. It's easily detectable now, and it doesn't really work the, with the tools you, you can use it with. Yeah. Mm. Don't do it. It's not, it's not worth it unless you really know what I'm you're doing. I'm not. It was a joke. It's for those who are listening. Yep. You'll get yourself into trouble and you'll end up in jail. That's it. 
doing things like that. Be good for pre- press for us. So, like, if you want to go to jail for us, Gridcoin, do that. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't recommend it, but if you feel like it, thank you. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, that is all of the topics that were posted to the RSVP thread that are completed. Uh, you know, it's always worth posting our, to you know topic suggestions. Uh, the average pay for each of these posts is like you know between it's like fifteen dollars. So you know it's financially incentivized to actually post an idea. Uh, but anyways, uh, we've kind of got an open floor now. Uh, if anyone wants to raise an unofficial kind of topic, uh, you can do so. Does anyone have a topic they want to discuss? Going once. Oh. Uh... That Nethershaw released that uh, emerge package apparently, so we're a step closer to getting uh, Gridcoin on that build. But uh, the build site appears to be down lately, so I don't know if he's dead or the project's over or what is that. So that's bittersweet. Don't sure. be so pessimistic. That site's just really unreliable. Boink Italy site? Yeah, man, it, it always loaded really hard for me, and it would take forever, and sometimes it wouldn't. I mean, like, the rest of the stuff on the site loads, but that section of the site is gone, and it's missing from oh. Google searches and stuff now. Have you considered putting together your own uh, distro rather than, uh, you know, use theirs if they're going <clears throat> offline and stuff? <clears throat> yeah, it's easy. I'll, tr- I'll get back to it, eh? Well, you can do what you want, but I mean, you know, putting putting together your own distro isn't insanely difficult, you know. Let's do it right now. Okay. You can take you can take a bit <laughs> to and uh, you know compile your own version. Uh, last time I did it was a few years ago, though. Yeah. Nah. Any other topic suggestions, guys? Well, now that we have more and more waves of adoption happening, do we want to care about organizing meetups at all? Meetups would be quite cool. We've got the Boink one in like August or September. Uh, a few of us I, I know. I I may have tried talking about this years ago, but it was just so laughable. What do you mean, Boink or Gridcoin? No, for Gridcoin and for Boink, like the yeah, I, that's how we kind of have meetups over the past years. Is maybe we go to a Boink thing, but no one has really done that. So, and just organizing a Gridcoin meetup would be. Not that difficult, and uh, there are a lot of sources that people use to organize meetups and different website platforms, basically, or maybe you could just approach your local library or something. I don't even know. Library. I think the most appropriate uh, venue to use this for would be, uh, if you use meetup.com, it's like, uh, you know, find people to do your hobby in your area. Dating website. I mean, it's... I don't think we should be, you know, creating like, uh, let's all fly out to, uh, you know, oh, no, some random like country. Oh, no, not like a conference. Like, like, no. You mean an online meetup, yeah. Oh, very yeah, casual absolutely. meetups, like, that you could organize very very much so locally and not globally. Yeah, we could do local meetups, you know, uh, UK, Canada, America, whatever, wherever, you know, uh you know, and maybe a few of us could, like, teleconference in uh, as, like, special guests and shit like that, you know? <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to do one here where I am because uh, there seems to be very few people in, uh, in my neck of the woods. No, listen, what if we do, like, a teleconference tour? You know what I mean? That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
So what, like have uh, multiple meetups going at the one time, and then everyone has a wee teleconference box. So like we have like a couple hundred people all talking in the one line. <laughs> that would be pretty hard to Something organize. Like that. Let's do it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it would be difficult to organize. We'd have to make it like a week long. Yeah, it wouldn't be impossible though. It's something to look at, and, and, and really, I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to boost people's activity here in my neck of the woods because, the, as I said, if you if you look, yeah, a lot of you know where I'm from. So if you look at, uh, at my position here, I'm I'm one of the very few. Yeah, it might be a matter of like taking the initiative, do one in your local area, meet up with a couple of people for a pint, you know, and. Uh, Maybe we'll meet up at like a large conference or something in the future, like we do Steam Fest or something like that in Lisbon. Small steps. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, any topics related to Gridcoin? Anyone wants to raise? No, but fuck Trump. It's all about Ivanka. <laughs> it wasn't Gridcoin related, but fucking lag suggested that I bring up the thing I did uh, the other day with. Hey, you uh, plugged you plugged it though with Gridcoin. And you didn't did really plug, want to get into I did it. I plug Gridcoin a lot. You you did it though. Like I said it when I was listening to it. I'm like, you're doing it, man. You you, you did it. Yeah. No, it was almost casual too. <laughs> uh, I went and talked with uh, Chris DeRose on Bitcoin Uncensored. We did like a live interview on Exotica.tv or whatever. And then he's going to edit it up. I sent him a couple of copies, and he's going to pop it on YouTube pretty soon, as soon as it's done editing. It was a bunch of uh, controversial stuff about uh, webcam modeling, and I managed to throw in some stuff about Gridcoin. And so, yeah, it was pretty cool. Awesome. Great work, dude. Yeah, man. Good. Yeah, great job. Good PR. Yeah, I think, yep. uh, I think he might even have me back to chat again, so... We actually nice. had like a great time. It's fun Good job. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe, Custom Miner, you could possibly go on the show too. Yeah, yeah you could job. do voice only. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah good day, good guys. Job. Or to do the Beyond Bitcoin ones. Because he he does this with people with uh, you know, the whole blockchain craze. He interviews a lot of other people. I'm sure you may have seen something or another along the lines of him doing that. Over the years, I've personally not consumed his content in the past. I've heard that it's good, and I should though. It's actually pretty good, man. Like, it's really actually good. I watched a few episodes now. It's pretty consistent, pretty entertaining. He's like, uh, like the crypto space is pretty fucking nerdy, right? And mm. he's kind of like a more of a dude, like. Looks more like a regular dude and shit. Like, you know. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to have, like, somebody that seems like you on the other end so you can identify with that shit. He's missing uh, his other half, though, in my opinion. And the show is just not the same without his co host. And uh, he really is looking for people to co host with. And uh, people were saying, like, in the chat, like, oh, if only the co host was here, who's not on the show anymore. That sucks. Yeah, I didn't check the live chat. I, I thought it was going to be too distracting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would have done the same. Like, it's just so much to focus on. Yeah, man. It's already fucking nerve-wracking as hell, you know? Got no idea what's going on. How many people were watching? Read the channel. Uh, like, mm. over 20 people, I think. I didn't really look. 
Zifty in the chat saying that he joined Gridcoin thanks to your video, uh, Reno. Uh, oh. Yeah, awesome. pretty awesome. Yeah, Zippity. Oh, with the Quetzalcoatl then. With uh, Brian Wensloff. Perhaps. Cool, man. Give him a shout-out. Woo! Woo! Dropping names. I <laughs> freaking name drop fucking lag on there, too. I was like, yeah, it's my buddy that got me into your show, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chris gave me this this look. I'm like, oh god, Chris is looking at me. <laughs> Isn't it the uh, the bitcoins in gravy or something like that as well? It's very uh, high traffic. You know, there's a bunch of podcasts that people listen to. I guess, yeah. And Chris is just trying to reform his stuff now. He's just starting to get more and more people to watch. I guess. Cool. I think it's about like three thousand. Uh... 6,000 views or whatever per video, so it's pretty good. That's pretty good, considering, you know, the Beyond Bitcoin ones after a couple of weeks have had, like, a thousand, and uh, ours are quite quite a bit less. <laughs> and he's got, like, 3,600 subscribers or something. Like that. That's pretty decent. So, yeah. No, it was really fun. That was the best part. Like, it wasn't some kind of, like, fucking bullshit. It was just nice and comfortable. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Any other topics anyone wants to raise? Raise the roof. <laughs> what, what? Outro time. Uh, yeah, I, I'd just like to say that, uh, you know, our, our Steam at present is increasing quite a lot. You know, a lot of the posts that I'm seeing are hitting like $100 just for posting like a Gridcoin guide and stuff like that. So. You know, if you're looking for like a bit of part-time uh, money on the side, you know, post a good post and steam it, and uh, it's looking like it's doing quite well. Uh, but aside from that, uh, thanks everyone for attending the 33rd Gridcoin Community Hangout. Uh, we've ended up with about 20 people in attendance. Uh, you're welcome, my buddy. Yeah, so we'll see you again uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, thanks for yeah, attending. Maybe. Catch you guys later. Bye. Cheers, Sam. Cheers. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <clears throat>